episode of the story edge i am really excited uh, for today's session we're, we're talking to um, yolandi makoa and uh, she is she's an awesome lady that we we connected um through we connected by chance through somebody else um and she works yeah. a lot with entrepreneurs and um you know when i heard her story when i when we when we when i heard like how she thinks and what she what her background is like geez, we need to have a chat we need to get you um on the show um welcome yolandi hi everybody thank you marlon thank you for having me <laughs> so, uh, my pleasure so i mean like I, I mean i'm always interested um as a as a business owner as a small business owner um i'm always interested in entrepreneurship and what happens in that space um, you have a very um, interesting background um, in, in terms of well, where, where you are now is not necessarily um, like how you sort of started out, but I, and I want to jump yeah. into your story in terms of, in terms of your, 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 your professional career, but yeah. in terms of, and you work with entrepreneurs, um, to just, just give, give the, the audience, give the people watching and listening to this um, okay. a context of who Yolandi is and, and, and what, what do you do? Okay, I, I am a hybrid of a scientist and a social entrepreneur. I think that is the definition I have mulled about over the years and I just thought, you know what, this, this is just me. My background, I'm a geologist by training. Um, I practiced and I worked within the gold sphere, the, the just dealing with the element of gold. Um, South American gold, African gold, traveled there, lived there. And in my time spending, you know, my, my life in those countries, I started looking at how people do things, you know, how communities live, how they make money, how they go to town, how they have their own subsistence environment happening for them. And, you know, and, 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 and just watching how money moves within the community and it benefits everyone. And every time I'd come back home in South Africa, I would also start looking around, especially around townships, around how money is circulating in the township, you know, from selling vegetables to offering a service, an ironing service, child minding service, um, little things, very, very minute little micro things, but that make the community work, that make the money circulate, you know? And I just thought to myself, this can be bigger, you know? I don't think our people understand the power that they have. You know, even from Stockfields, phew, it's 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 massive what they're doing, but they're just having such a, a small-minded view because they are just trying to get by, right? Mm. And then um, I also had a friend, uh, Gladwin, who started Gassi Initiatives at the time, and he was that that was our common conversation with it with him and Spamandla, 
at Norman, there's 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 a there's a financial education platform that is missing here. You know, it's not that people don't understand what they're doing. You know, they just need to understand the bigger rules of the game. That's all. You know, the financial platforms that are available to them, um, they can do so much with the little money that they have and they can grow their money and do so much more for themselves mm. and their mm. children. You know, uh, For example, Stockfell money, usually people would save up, save up, save up and build a house or furnish their house or you know, get extra stock for the business. But now, then you're not really limited to one stock fill, especially in Gazi, right? You can have four or five stock fills and that's how people live. Well, now you mm. just need to know how to flip the money. That's it. Mm, mm. So we're like, okay. But, you know, Gazi does not know about exchange traded platforms at the time. And we're like, how then do we... And then that was that was Gladwin's uh, uh, um, brainchild. How now do we bring the stock exchange to Gazi? You know, how, how, because in them, in, in Gazi, stock exchange is big business. You have to be a corporate, you have to be playing with the big boys, it's a boardroom thing. But exchange traded funds, anybody can have them, you know. Um, and when you have a stock fill, you can basically buy ETFs and grow that. So he started piloting that, he started piloting in Soweto, in Alexander and I think in the East Rand, and it worked wonders because he was talking to um, JSE at the time. And over the years, I really don't know what happened, you know, but I think life happened in the midst of everything. But we also tried having um, finance um, mini courses, you know, and teaching people, this is what you can do with the money. This is what you, is available for you. But mm -hmm. I guess at the time we just didn't have enough muscle you know, to, to, to spread the word and teach as many people and reach as many people as we had wanted to. Um, but that in a nutshell just landed me in the ESG space. And I'm like, okay, now that I have an audience of entrepreneurs, I'm just gonna start in my corner where I stand and help where I can, you know, and, and, and start piecing this economy so that people can learn to be interdependent and, and form a network. You know, this whole thing of you running a business and being a silo is nonsense. You can't be a silo. These big mm. boys, these big corporates that we see were never silos. You know, they work with each other somewhere, somehow. So let's not reinvent the wheel. We just need to form a strong network and a strong alliance and start working with each other. You know, if I am making soaps and you are washing the techies, and I'm making this organic stuff that doesn't hurt material, you need to buy from me, you know? And if you're washing techies, you need to stand at a place where everybody that has shoes basically can see you, you know, the child minder, the gardener, the whatever. And if you can go to a particular place and collect the stuff, and cause it's also a trust factor, right? So if I trust you enough, you did a good job the first time, you can come collect my shoes. And in three days time, you bring it back because you're going to have to trust me to pay you in a certain way. You mm. know, EFT, there's digitization now has taken control of the world. You know, I, I don't have to give you money in the hand. I can EFT you. I can whatever other more money, whatever platforms are out there. Yeah, e-wallets and all that stuff. That, 
Yeah, the key thing is that there has to be a flow. There has to be a network. It has to keep going. We need to keep circulating this money around us. 100%. And there's no way for us to, to sit and say there's no employment, you know, because this is one way to fight the battle. Or even that there's no money, right? So many people, and that's like the conversation, that there's no money, mm. you know, like, mm. you know, where's the money going to come from? And the thing is, mm. I always was, especially with um, COVID um, sort of running rampant and, and really changing the way that we have to think and work. Um, I was very interested, like with many people that said there is no money, but they were still spending, right? And right. <laughs> so, so you're still spending, you might be spending less in certain mm -hmm. areas, but you're still spending, mm -hmm. your money's going yeah. out and some mm -hmm. money's coming in. So it's like, mm -hmm. where is that money going? And is that still, but is it doing like this? Is it doing this or is it just doing this? You know, um, and, mm. and that's essentially what you're talking about. And many people actually started their business during this time. And then mm. they started, like you say, in silos by themselves, um, mm. not really communicating with people, not trying to find where can I leverage? Who can I communicate with that maybe has the distribution? Who can I? Mm. Who can who can I sort of hitch a ride on that maybe I can add value to in their product range? Um, yeah, you know um, things like yeah. that. I, I think so. A lot of the time, my experience or my understanding, and I have fallen into that trap as well, um, mm. is is really just trying to go out and edit alone, right? So so this this and sometimes and my wife used to call me a, a lone ranger. You know, so I will, I will go out and I'll go and sell my stuff by myself. And I don't, I don't necessarily have to, but when you have a network, when you have people who trust you and, and that's what I, I think that's an interesting dynamic in the, in the Kasi um, sort of world, because it's community driven, you know, it's all yes. about community. They only buy from um, the Oma on the street or on the, on the side because you know her so well. You, yes. you know her cooking so well. Uh, you, yes. you, you know, like my my my, my granny, she she, um, she used to do like she she was super entrepreneurial. So she, mm -hmm. she and and she was amazing in the sense that all these um, um, stock files you're talking about, she had like mm. five or six of them going on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And she was connected. Yeah, she was amazing. She had these people from from even uh, as far as Lesotho and, and Swaziland in, mm. you know, bringing them into the Stockfells in Nakasa. Mm. So I'm like, mm. I was like, you're doing business with who? You know, and 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 she's like this this gogo -go in this small little house out in the Kasi. And I'm like, I was blown away. And like you're saying, there's 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 but now I want to ask you, like, in your opinion, why yeah. is it? Because you, because I mean, you started your your initiative, um, trying to help people, uh, mm. and 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 I mean that that that's a massive leap in my brain, in you know, getting people, getting that ikasi economy in onto the stock exchange. I think it's and it can still work even today. Um, Man. <laughs> and and I mean with the whole cryptocurrency thing. I think there's, mm. there's just massive blockchain is just can just break that thing right open. Um, but yeah. but um, what I wanted to know is when when you are looking at 
because even in the Kasi, there's certain people that just grow and they grow so yeah. big and they and they, mm. they monopolize in a sense whereas mm. um you know there's many others that kind of just stay and either wither away or or they don't they just stay small what do you mm. think what is the difference have you in terms of how those guys operate um, that grow versus the ones that don't? So I say, in, in my opinion, every, every business is unique. There are those businesses that are meant to be small, right? Um, not that they don't grow, but they just work better as a small unit, right? And there are those that are scalable you know, uh, like a car wash, you can have like a, a very fancy car wash and a particular service in deep proof in wherever you can replicate the same idea in Katlehong, in Tembisa, you know, it's, it's, it's cause it's scalable in its nature. Right. But, um, I think we, we, as a people also need to learn that if you're in a small kind of boutique niche kind of business, nurture that that's your signature you know, only you can do that, you know, um, and take pride in that. And if you're making a certain amount of money and it's kept at a certain um, level, if it doesn't serve your need anymore, then, you know, see how you can add to it to make it sparkle, but don't, don't kill what it was, you know, don't kill what it was because that's what people like. And mm. that is also a bit of yourself in there. Entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, the entrepreneurial world is very personal. Everything that you give is of yourself. You know, um, I say that people must keep that in mind. You know, uh, if you're if you're selling, if you have like a, a mini food store, and you make food a particular way, and you can't really find, you are not in a place where you can replicate. But this is what you do. Then do that. The people that you serve need you. Mm. So work around that. See how you can service them. You know, if, if, if you have to get to the point where you even have accounts for them, weekly accounts, monthly accounts, um, see how you can add up a markup on that. And yeah, see how you can personalize that. That's that's my take because I've I've also seen that there's certain things that if they were to be scaled, you will just kill its thing, its sparkle. Mm. You know? And mm. rule number one in business when you're helping a business, do no harm. What is it that makes it work? Make that preserve that. Make mm. that work. You know, make it make it solid enough to weather every storm, but it has to work the way it worked in the mm. beginning. Yeah, I, I I like that. Um, and I and and you're right. I, I totally agree. Not every business is supposed to be huge. Um, certain mm. businesses are supposed to be what they are. And mm. understanding what that is, what your magic is, what the business actually brings, mm. is so important because then you then you know like you know, this is the cap or this is, this, yeah. this business will be here and I can either just maybe add another revenue stream or, um, or maybe mm. I can just, I can just keep this running and then, and start something new on the, on the other side that, because this works and this, mm. you know, if it's not broke, why fix it? And then start yeah, something yeah. else. 
then that 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 mm. actually works as well. Um, so I totally mm. I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, yeah, I wanted. Uh, yes. If I may, please. if I may, yes, please. I wanted I wanted to just go back to the 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 tech the techie cleaning service. Okay. Right. So if if you Marlon are the guy that cleans techies and you have a particular way of just handling material, right? And we trust you, right? So yes, you can have other washers in the team, but we just trust you, Malin. So if, and, and you know, there's a, a particular cap in your income, but how you can make that sparkle, instead of me now bringing my techies to you, you can offer to come collect them at a fee and bring them back, mm, you know, at a particular mm, mm, Exactly. And then I can say, listen, on account, um, for the next month, I'm gonna wash your sneakers two times. And then I will throw in a carpet service. Uh, if you have any rug or carpet in the house, I'm taking it, I'm cleaning it. And you all just, every Friday I'm collecting, every Sunday I'm delivering, right? It, you're still there, but you also now have these extra other goodies that I can count on. And now from cleaning techies, you can say, hey, my old lady, you know what? Yako has a scratch, ne? and I know how to sort that out. So I'm getting your bag. I'm starting a whole kit bag service. Mm. And then I bring it back. Awesome. Exactly. It's still Marlin. It's still that sparkle, but now you just have a little bit of extra, you know. And then if you were to talk to an audience like my aunt, my aunt comes from that generation where they used to steel pots and they want them to sparkle and mm. you know it's it's like the gem of the kitchen you know so she does not really do sneakers but for her you can go as my old lady your pots i can just take them i can steal them i can bring them back shine you know mm. now mm. there's another service you're still cleaning but you now clean different things different levies different revenue um streams as you had mentioned but it's still you love it's it you. love that example and that's exactly it that's exactly it it's 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 seeing it's bringing you into a space that will be valuable to others and now yes you know your aunt doesn't have to worry about she loves her she can have a beautiful kitchen and show it off without having to worry about you know, like, oh my goodness, I gotta go and get that clean. You, you didn't do your chores. I told you to, be, you know, right. I told you, I told you to bloody clean the pot. You know, so 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 so, so, so now it's like I, I think that that is exactly it. And and sometimes we get so stuck in how we want to build the business that we can't be flexible enough to see the opportunities that are sort yeah. of laying around us. And I think that, that that is such an awesome example. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> Super. So I, I want to, and, and I think this is a great segue just to, to go back a little bit because mm. I want to know why geology and gold specifically? Why in that space? Because from, and, and I really love the fact that you know what we do like 10 20 years ago is not even close to what we do today but it's mm. kind of but it led you know when we look back in the past it led all to this and brings mm. all that knowledge to today so just tell me like why 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 geology <laughs> right um funny story <laughs> so um when i was in in high school 
to be quite honest, I had no clue what I wanted to do. And ironically, I was the A student. You know, I was the valedictorian, I was the head prefect. You know, you'd expect me to have my, my ducks and cows and whatever farm animal to be in a row, but no. Everything else about my life was in a row except what I wanted to do with my time and my life, funny. So towards the end of my matric year, uh, and my one of my maths teachers, Mrs. McBride, she was so hell-bent that I become a doctor. Like, she's like, I am ready to even sign you up at Madunsa. Wow. You know, let's get you in the lab coat. You're really good. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm not cool with needles. I'm just not okay with needles. I will not even get a tattoo. I love yeah. them, but not for me. It's just the needle, the pricking, the blood. No, it's not for me. So wait, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's just pause there for a second. So you're saying, so, so we, if you have to draw blood, how is that experience for you? Woo. I have, first I negotiate if there's any other way around the blood. <laughs> and if we come to all kinds of no, then I have to sing and close my eyes and, you know. So, so it's, it's, it's the needle penetrating the skin that bugs you. So is it, can you, can you, can you, see the, it. can you, can you see the blood coming out? Are you cool with that? Or is it... <laughs> no, I, I have, my sister-in-law is exactly the same. She, she, she'll be like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I just can't do this. Mm. <laughs> nope. No, okay. it's just, no, yeah. So fast forward, my headmaster called me up. This is after I've signed up. I've actually signed up for the army. I sent my application to the SANDF because I figured, you know what, at the time my mom could not afford university and I definitely did not even bring it as a conversation to her to tell her that I wanna go to university. I state let me go to the army, you know, and then I'll figure myself out from there. And my mom was a bit scared of that. She was like, oh, I'm gonna lose you in the army. And I'm like, ah, I'm, trying to, I'm trying something. I'm just gonna get onto a pilot program and let's see how that goes. I went in for the first interview. And then when I got back, my, my headmaster at the time called me in and he's like, listen, um, Vodacom wants to offer you a bursary. And I'm like, I didn't even apply. And they're like, no, we've been looking at your marks. We kind of did some things on your behalf and we know your situation. So you on Monday either have to go to UCT or to VITS. So you have to go on Monday. This is on a Friday, like this sure. is Monday, the coming Monday. And wait, where are you, where are you like location wise? Where are you? I mean, I'm in Ennerdale at the time. I was in, in Ennerdale. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I went to Fred Norman. And, they, and, and, and they're saying, and they're saying, Either it's it's either UCT or where was or it? Or it's on Monday. Vitz so you must closing. be in Cape Town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I went home and I was telling my wow. mom, yo, so I have a decision to make. It's either the army, Vitz, or UCT. And right now, and I have the greatest mom. She's the greatest cheerleader, you know. So she was like, you know what? You just need to buckle in, talk to God, and whatever decision you take. I'll support you. You know, if you want to go to the army, you're going to the army. If you want to go to university, you're going to university. So in my quiet time, and now I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can always go to the army at a later stage. So that option is out. So now I'm thinking Vits or UCT, I'm like Cape Town. Hmm. 
we do have relatives, but I'm not really a fan of visiting in other people's houses. So I'm like, mm, nah, I think I'll go to Vits. Mm. So we decided on Vits. I went to Vits Monday morning. And for some odd reason, by God's grace, I met this great tour guide. He was like, I, okay, I can, I can walk with you to the different faculties because I had between computer science and electrical engineering to pick from. That's what they were sponsoring. Okay. And I was like, mm, electrical engineering, nah, not really an engineering girl. Mm. And I'm like, computer science, all right, fine. So went to the faculty and then those, and then we had um, different classes to sign up for. And then when it came to applied maths, that class was full. Mm. And then I took, I went back to faculty and then the, um, the officer at the time was like, listen, um, you can't complete the degree without finishing these courses. And like, now you have to pick another um, course for the year. And then the following year, you'll take applied maths one so that you can complete year one of the, the program. Mm. And then gave me some brochures and she's like, okay, take a pick. And I picked the most colorful brochure, which was the geology brochure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was just, just going to make a decision for the rest of my life based on the colors of the brochure. Chief, it's amazing. Listen. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I was like, hmm, there are people outside here. Does it mean that they go on excursions? And she's like, yeah, they do. And I'm like, that's the one. That's one. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm awesome. gonna have free breaks in between. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I picked geology as a course. And now geology luckily aligned with the the, the, the computer science one courses, uh, like your chemistry one, um, physics one, um, chem phys, maths one, all of that. They're like, okay, geology can be so I ended up having to I was doing two degrees in one year now. I was like a special case student <laughs> mm, mm, mm. and I had to work my butt off because all these things are demanding but funny enough I was acing geology because it just was so much fun for me to do and I just loved everything about it the concepts the everything everything I just loved it paleontology singularity the whole works I loved it you know, and going, of course, going on the excursions was beautiful, you mm. know, and, 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 and learning how earth came into being, it was just amazing for me, still is amazing for me, you know, and towards the end of the first year, I didn't do as well in my computer science, so I needed to make a decision now, whether I'm following the geology stream or the, 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 computer, the computer science, science stream, no brainer. I'm, go, I'm going with what is going to be easy for me. So mm. I had to let go of the, the bursary. And um, lucky enough, since I was doing good in the geology uh, element, I got a job as a, a student, a student um, lab in the geotech lab, basically. So I was pressing pellets for one of my professors. He was like, you're good, you can handle it. And so I was able to actually pay for my fees from that point onwards. Wow. You know, I didn't even stress my mom, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, so I just kept at it. And during my free periods, I was working in the lab. And when the salary came in, I paid my fees, my books were sorted. I just, 
that's how I, I finished. And then towards the end of third year, um, I was approached because I started applying, right, for different mine, mine houses for, for holiday work. And one of my friends' mom was working for Anglo Gold at the time, and they were looking for students. And I had applied to them, and they had rejected me for some odd reason. I think they had reached their, their intake at the time. And then she was like, no, man, let me just, you know, put in your application again, put in a good word, you know, because it's all about relationships, right? And yeah, I, I made it. I made it to the interview phase and I made the selection and I had holiday work. They liked how I worked and offered to pay for my honors. And yeah, did the work and they were like, okay, when we pay for your honors, you're gonna have to do a year with us afterwards. I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> if you say I got a job, sign it's me up. Trick. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know, exactly. And long story short, uh, that's how I got into working for a gold company and being an, uh, um, within the gold um, environment. And um, I was, yeah, then I traveled within the, 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 the different projects that we had at the time. And it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Well, just, so for, was it just local like, or, or, or was this so international. like... So All right. Yeah, I, yeah, so I did South America. I did oh, yes, Ghana. Yes. I did Mali. I did awesome. DRC. Um, yeah. And then SA. Awesome. So for those people especially who are in matric or in high school who feel like they're just roaming relax relax but it there's a crucial thing there's a crucial yeah. thing that you mentioned now you never stopped working and you never mm. stopped being at your best in, yes. in those things and and i think mm. with many students they get it confused that you know they kind of mm. that the I don't know what I want, but, you know, I'm not really working towards anything. And, you know, mm. school is whatever it is. Um, mm. And if, unless you're working at something that other people can, I mean, if you've got good grades, if you've got, if, if you're doing, excelling somewhere, someone else yeah. can see that you're doing something and wants to, to help you. And maybe there's something down there. I mean, you had no idea that, that, that there was even, yeah. the, the Vodacom bursaries were even in play. You know, you, you were just going. I didn't going, even know. I, didn't, right? I had no idea. No, no idea. And, and that's the thing. But, the magic comes from the people that actually put in the effort. Yes. Like a ton of it. Yes. yes. And if, if, if there's anything I've also learned in this experience, someone is always watching. You know, you can, when I say relax, if I may go back to my statement, when I say relax, I mean, don't put yourself under so much pressure of, having a plan and knowing what to do but what what's needed of you right now is finishing the school year finish the school year excellently so exactly you know, at the time when I was in my 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 second year and I had a student job and I had to I was faced with school fees and getting my grades done I didn't I didn't have capacity to worry about that year and honors no my current problem is my in fact my current challenge is school fees is great that's it so my in my free time i go to the lab i do my hours i come back i study and then i make sure that i put in my work for my grade that's it you know mm -hmm. that is it in my honors year all i knew was that i'm 
there's a possibility of employment, but right now I need to get the project done properly. I need to write my reports. I need to make sure that I make my observations. I need to log this call properly. And I need to X, Y, Z, whatever was needed of me at the time. So just focus on what's needed right now and do it excellently. Mm. You know, because someone is always watching. Someone so, is always watching. I, I love that. And it's so true. Um, I mean, so I'm, I'm very much in the sporting world. Um, mm. So, so in, from my, in my background, and, and still today, um, I work a lot with, um, with uh, Tux. And okay. I work with the, with the judo fraternity there. And okay. so, so we, so, I mean, the whole, whole goal is really if we can get some students, um, if we can get players onto the student track um, and they do well, it really helps because even though we're really high level, so, so I mean, the, the, we really like trying to get the best of the best um nice. that so 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 the whole idea is these guys train i mean three three times a day and 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 they must still study you know they must and a lot of them come from from very underprivileged backgrounds where you know mm. they they there's no money really so how yeah. do i train and study and mm. try and eat you know and it's like mm. at the end of the day you you are in some sort of bursary so you don't need mm. to worry about the things that are out of your control. Plus, judo yeah. is highly underfunded. So it becomes mm. this thing of like, how do I get out to compete around the world and do this as a career? And it's like, mm. well, you don't really need to worry about where the money will come from. All you need to yeah. actually do, like you're suggesting, is just do your, your thing every single day. So you train every yeah. single day and you put yeah. everything into it. When it's time to study, you study and you put everything yeah. into it. And like you say, you yeah. never know who's watching because those people that yes. are watching you, they might just be like, mm. you know, I noticed something and this might be for you. Yes. And, you know, yes. you never know. So you, you can't, I, I love that. And I think that that's such a massive lesson that we can always yeah. take with us all the time. So yeah. yeah. You know, stuff. even in my working, my working world, after I left the gold environment, getting into the consulting stream, that's how I got my jobs. We heard, we were watching, we saw, we heard, we saw, we were watching. That's how I, I've never really had to go pitch for a job from cold. You know, it's always an invitation and always a, can you help us with, or we're struggling with, and we know we saw you do something, we heard you do, you did something. So it's, it's a really, really fortunate space to be. And um, I am really just keeping the discipline still. 100%. Just focus on what needs to be done and do that. It's, and a, it's a lesson. Best. So yeah. the, the problem is, the problem is like, I, and, and it's going to kind of be a bit woo-woo, but if we're not present, the, mm. you know, it always speaks to me about presence, you know, yep. being present yep. in this moment now with what I have yep. right now. Because the problem is like, I'll be, I'll be busy, at work or studying and my and I'm thinking about um you know my relationship problems and I'm thinking mm. about all these other things that's actually inhibiting mm. me from doing the best I can right now mm. Mm. or or I'd be wherever thinking about something else instead mm. of being there doing that yes and you yes. know because because what ends up happening is it just 
it just ends up things getting delayed that's how pro- yeah. that's how you procrastinate that's how you just you know not doing the the things that you're supposed to and then all of a sudden yeah. you look back and it's like time is gone um and that time could be an hour 15 minutes and sometimes you can't get it back <laughs> a year you know and all of a sudden you, it's the end it and you look back it's like and you're like oh my goodness i failed <laughs> can i tell you a funny story please can i tell you a funny story so i think i think that's where this is how this ethic was cemented in me right my grandma when she asked you to do something and you didn't do it you will do it over and over again until you do it right so if she asked you to do dishes and you know and she would always ask at the most awkward time sometimes this woman oh my goodness that time the cartoons are on and you're like do you really oh. want me to go for the stoop right now? <laughs> and we had that long stoop that went around the house with the fester banks. <laughs> and it just drizzled and she wants her stoop clean. And she'd be like, uh, my stoop. Mm. And then I would just go and then I would wipe quickly and she'll come out and she's like, <laughs> when you do little things, you need to do it with love. So you did not love this. So I'm going to give you another opportunity to love this. And in my mind, I'm like, you hate me because this is not love. I'm just not feeling any love here. This is just no love. <laughs> that time you can hear DCCs playing, you know, with the Y, Optics Fly, and the O for you. And now you are out there with the Skoropo all over you. What? <laughs> so whenever now she would ask you to do something, I just rush and do it properly. You know, because I know I'm like, if I spend 10 minutes on this task and I do it properly, I won't have to redo it. Even with dishes, if you do dishes and you stack them wrong, she will take the entire cupboard out and sure. you'll have to wash everything. Even those Sunday dishes, those precious ones, you'll wash from the top to the bottom and you will wipe the cupboard. So it will take you four times longer to do something than you would have done it excellently in the beginning. So that just was just, cemented in us you know wow. as the grandkids and I think my mom and them also had the same training I suppose so now when you do something or even when you're cooking or when you're baking or whatever you're doing or you're cleaning you have a set time do it properly in that time that's it that's yeah. it. focus on that task at the time that's it so talking to that thing of being present at the time I guess we did not have a term for it but the actions all point to it, that you have to be present in this and do it properly and then yeah. move to something else. I, I, I adapted um, to a, so I, I, what book was I, did I read? I can't remember the name. Um, Chet Holmes, Chet Holmes. Um, okay. He's the ultimate sales machine. So he, he, he was, he's, got a, he's got a tactic in there that he calls touch, touch it once. And this is more of like a, a business principle, right? So he's like, okay. you know, so it's, and he arranges himself in such a way that you maybe have envelopes on his desk that are for specific things. Because you know, another thing mm-hmm. that can happen, and especially in the working world, um, someone will be like, have you, and they, they want to run a, um, have, you got a, have you got a minute meeting? Um, mm-hmm. so, so, so the next thing is like, is like, they'll be like, have you got, got a minute? And then, and then what ends up happening <laughs> is you go down that, 
that line of thought with that person and it's not a minute anymore mm. it's like now we're mm-hmm. sitting there for almost 30 minutes of time that was consumed so he, like one of the things he stopped was got a minute mm. meetings um so unless it's mm. unless you've actually planned the time he's not mm. he's not you're not gonna meet um that's number sure. one number two is like touch it once so if you touch mm. it if you touch it you complete it to its completion mm. point it's not right. all tasks not all tasks some have dependencies um you mm. know mm. some things you need to wait for a response but you don't go back to it because we have this thing today of like having millions of tabs open I, and i know i do that a lot i, I have all these have these tabs open and then i would like you getting confused like and because i got two screens then i'm like there's like 10 tabs here yeah seven tabs then i'm like which one because <laughs> i'm doing more than one thing as well so i'm not mm. so 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 the thing is is like if you touch it once you get that mm. you maybe open the five tabs that's, that's considered to that one and you get it done and you push on and you move on to the next task and and right. i think that this is like it's a good principle to have you know just to yeah. get the whole productivity on on board um so i i, I totally agree and and i think there's massive lessons in being able to just sure. do something with presence, do it once, um, and and getting the job done. I I need to learn that touch once principle because <laughs> in an open plan kind of setup, my goodness, there are endless one minute meetings. Like I need your input on this. Like no, you don't need anything from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I really loved working from home because I could just do one thing, finish it. You know, that was another dynamic as well. I mean, mm. so please speak about that. Like you, you, you're talking, so you're open, you're open plan. So everybody can see each other. Anybody could, if they wanted to say something, they just speak across the desk. Um, right. and, and moving from that to um, now home environment. And is your business, has, has your business now adapted this? Because things have kind of mellowed out at, at the moment in South Africa. So, um... I guess, you know, also with the open plan thing, there's a whole jungle of personalities. There are people who wanna, you know, I, I think I'm the I'm the tortoise. I wanna just <laughs> burrow in and focus, right, <laughs> you know. Right. And right. I, I am I am affected by noise. So I really like silence when I burrow in, or that's why I'm always with my earphones when I'm working, because I'm controlling what I'm hearing so I can focus. You know, mm. um, and when I'm at home, there's white noise, and it's something that I've adapted to, and I really like that. Then I don't have to have anything in my ears, so that it was just contrast of of personality and workspace, and yeah. So that's how I am, and being in an open plan environment, the those were things that I did to control my how I focus and how I do tasks right and then also with lunchtime I love lunch times when everybody floods out I want to sit because now I can have peace and get other things done you know and there's this there's this lady I've been following for a few years her name is Bedheim you know um I've learned I've learned certain work techniques from her you know um for example understanding your makeup and understanding your energy flow, you know, um, was very important and important learning for me. You know, I just learned that 
I do better with writing tasks in the morning and I do better with calling tasks and emailing tasks in the afternoon, you know, as opposed, if you want me to send an email in the morning, I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm not there. My energy is not there. So having to learn about that, about myself helped me because now when I, when I plan my day or when I plan my week, I know all my emailing tasks are in the afternoon and all my writing tasks and planning tasks are in the morning. And then my dead time is around um, half past two to three. That's my dead time. My brain just goes. <sighs> so in that time, that's my break time. That's my, my replenishing time because in that time, because I'm, I'm a mommy also, I'm mommy of two, because now I have to start thinking about them because I'm now, okay, I have to go get them from school. And when I get home, there's a whole new schedule that we need to run. So my body just literally takes a, it shuts down and gets ready for the, the afternoon slash night shift trip, you know. Mm, and mm. that's the energy that I, I, I have learned. And then getting into COVID and getting into working from home, I think that was heaven for me because now I don't have to put in earphones anymore. And my tasks are still the same. My energy map is still the same, but I work a lot more quicker. I can do three days tasks in one day, you know, and I also um, pre-plan my emails. I use Boomerang, I Boomerang my emails. So I don't have to follow up on certain things. I've already prioritized them. I've already Boomeranged them. I'm not gonna fish through my inbox. There's certain things that I put on unroll me and under unroll or, or add in a, in a certain bubble. So I don't have to keep checking in on them. So whenever I'm bored, I'll go in on them, but I don't have to see them. So that's how I've planned my tasks. And now that we have mellowed out of, of hard lockdown, and now we have to transition ourselves back into the office, I'm dreading. I'm like, remember I told you earlier that I had a take a lot order coming? Mm. I had to shop for earphones. <laughs> <laughs> It's real, fam. It's real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the, the, now so, I have so, to go so, back to default settings. So yeah, and and so so is it is it so the organization is not shifted or or is there like a hybrid version of it? There's kind of a hybrid version of it. So they'd like to us to come in maybe once or twice you know, back into the, the office environment. And I know in that time, because there already have been people who've been there on a daily, right? And some of them, they just have no boundaries and restrictions, right? And they're just <laughs> coming and coming. And I'm like, and I'm not the one to go to the kitchen and make coffee for like 15 minutes. I literally mm. just want to make coffee and go sit down and mm -hmm. finish because I'm working on an energy here, you know? And when I've waved, I want to stick to that wave until it crests, until it plunges, and then task complete, you know, because I am I, chasing, I, I work on those energy waves now. I capitalize on my energy who, waves. Who, who's that? Who, who, what book is that? Or who, who, who's this person? No, the lady, her name is Bet Chaim. So she's, she's an Israeli. So B-E-T-H-E-I-N. I'll send you the link. Sure, please. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure. We'll drop it. We'll drop links and 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 around that because I think we make this mistake. I mean, I know I do. Mm. Oh, I did especially was of of thinking that you know, like I can just gung ho it, 
and and Mm-mm. you know you you can't because you, your concentration your your and i and i go through extremes to to, to keep my focus mm. up so but mm. the thing is still you, you have these you know like a, one of my mentors donald miller he says that you get about really he says three hours of like creative thinking a day yeah like three hours and we don't work for three hours i mean if you're an entrepreneur you're working much longer than that so Mm -hmm. so if you're doing draining tasks if if you got only three hours of creativity and you might need that in the space like marketing or, Mm. or, or or design or all these 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 creative sort of spaces specifically i mean every mm. space is really creative it just just depends on how you use that creativity but right if you only have that amount of time you'd want to maximize that time so yes. understanding how your energy works through that i think is so important it's key it's key because mm. even if i have to uh, work on a pitch or like a, a side gig task or something you know my my time for that is basically after 10 o'clock everybody is settled at in the house kids have gone to sleep um the house is quiet that's my time to write pitches or to write a a a a report you know um like an an academic report Mm. you know so from from mid from 10 o'clock to a after midnight, like at around 12.30 at 1 a.m., those are my times. That's my peak time to, to synthesize information and actually re, like just create something good, you know, showcase my understanding of whatever it is that I've taken in over the past few days, right? Or, or I've taken in in that time. Mm. So imagine if I had to write a paper in the afternoon i'd be frustrating myself you know and i'd make myself feel guilty for nothing because i'm riding the wrong wave mm. you know and when bedtime I was talking about i'm like what i've wasted so much time for nothing i could have done other things in that time because at the time i just didn't understand how my energy setup is set up mm. you know and i mean that all you have to do is work with it. And when your brain goes down in a dip, it's not that you are malfunctioning now. It's just processing some other things in your subconscious and you need to do other activities while it reboots. And I also do my best thinking around bath time. When I'm sitting in water or when I have water interaction, that's my time of, I think that's when my brain gets into an alpha wave you know, and it just goes, mm, when you do this and do this and do this and do this and do that and do that, that's how it's going to get done. 100%. So 100%. Capitalize on, the, on those times, you know. So, yeah. Um, so I, learning, I, learning your energy setup is, is, is key to you. I love, I love this. And, 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 and I, think, I think it's so important. So important to, to be able to understand you and especially where this comes into like entrepreneurship, because we are speaking about the uniqueness of what we do um, and how we actually bring that out. But, and, 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 the, and having that clarity will, will probably help your service offering a lot more, even if you don't know yes. what, you, what, what to do. Like, like if you're trying to think, oh, I want to, I want to do something, mm-hmm. then, you know, bringing, understanding you 
will help you understand what you should be bringing um, out yes. into the world. Um, yes. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yes, absolutely. Um, especially when you're in the service industry and you, let's say, for example, you have to make a lot of calls. It, if you understand how your energy works, you're the first person to go, are you able to take a call now? When is the best time to call you? You know, um, what mode of communication do you prefer? Are you quicker on WhatsApp, SMS, or um, calling? And if I were to call you, do you want me to call you in the morning or the afternoon? Because mm. you understand yourself. So mm. now it's, it's your default setting to understand your client. Because now you can start categorizing your clients and go, okay, if I deal with this yellow one, this yellow one likes to talk later in the afternoon. She's not a talker in the morning, you know. So if I need to get a, a load of information out of her, I'm going to speak with her in the, in the afternoon. Two o'clock, it's my call to your landing. That's it. Mm. And if I were to um, write something and ask her to review it, I'm going to have to give her at least 24 hours to, to, to review it because she's going to have to work around it get to it and then I will get the best out of her in that 10 minutes that she spends on whatever she's looking at right 100%. so I think it would be when you're in the service industry and you understand your energy setup you can actually even have an energy map of your clientele you know and you can have those that love sms's you talk to them via sms those that love um emails you talk to them via emails those that love voice notes there's, there's now a whole lot of things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so now you can start channeling those things. And maybe you can, the scientist in me would want to measure impact out of these things. If I'm SMSing people at the time that they want to be SMSed, what is the response? You know, what is the likelihood of me getting business out of them? What is the likelihood of me getting business out of anyone that I'm talking to in their best energy setup? You know, um, heck, I could even write a paper on that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like you know, the, the well, the, I know from the from the social media side of things, you can very easily hmm. track those things. Um, yes. And if you had to actually bring that into a business as a process, as a system, um, hmm. you could definitely track when and what, and um, yes. in in the communication, in, in how we communicate with our customers, and how they. I think it's very very possible. It just takes some time. Yes um because mm. because all of these you know modes of communication is possible mm. trackable today i mean the, the 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 power of it is really it's it's, it's really um, awesome because now yeah. and, and and i think what you're talking about is especially i actually have this talk that i give based on 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 just the trends and one of the trends mm. is, of course is personalization um personalization mm. and like you, yes. you need to be able to connect with somebody you're not really speaking to a group of people. You're speaking to one person. Um, and if you, can, if you can care about that person um, and care about what state they're in, there's a higher likelihood that they are going to want to, they're going to remember you. They're going to want to buy from you. So, yes. so when you put your marketing like that and it's like, oh, you're sending them in the SMSs at the right time of day that they're actually looking at their phone yes. or they, they, they actually prefer to listen to the voice notes instead of having to read um, or mm. they, they don't like emails. So you, you, the, the better thing to do is to send them, I don't know, something else. So or an yeah. instant message or something. It, yeah. it just, it changes the way 
that you communicate, it changes the way that they receive it and you are in Absolutely. their world. It's just amazing. It's just, Absolutely. And, and yeah. I think it's very important. So yeah. just question. I, I like oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, if, if I wanted to say that when you, when you touched on states, that's also a huge thing because this thing of energy mapping is state dependent. Right. Your state is important, you know, because it, 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 um, it's a relationship between how present you are in what you're doing when it just we, we're saying the same conversation all over again yeah you know it's it's really really important and you if you're offering me a service you really want me to be present and to be paying attention to you as much as i want you to be paying attention to me at the right time so it, it's important that we are aligned yeah you know? 100%. i feel listened to then you're going to give me your best service. Then awesome. Awesome. Um, so look, we, we are running to the end and I, I wanted to, sure. I'm going to, I'm going to fire some quick ones um, at sure. you. I think that look, most people that, that, that watch or listen to this podcast, they're entrepreneurs, they're people that um, want to grow their business. What would you say um, is some of the, where, where, because obviously some of them want to do big business. They want to do business with yeah. big business. Um, mm -hmm. What, how would you, what tips would you have for companies, smaller businesses that want to do business with big business and, and connect with them and network with them? Because that's a mm -hmm. different minefield from, from having to do um, business with small business. Um, they, mm -hmm. they, the payment structure is different. The, the things that they're looking yes. for is a little bit different. How they communicate is different. Yeah. How does one actually navigate that? What would you right. say? So if you're a small SME and you want to do business with a, a big corporate, you know, I, I say that's a good aspiration, number one. But number two, study, study them. You touched on certain things. Study the supply chain. Study their payment gateways. If they are using Sage as a platform, um, can you afford to use Sage, you know? Um, what are your internal processes that can align to theirs? Because you can't want to do business with a blue chip company, but you're still using an Excel sheet to kind of tally up your staff and you don't even have an accountant. So when they asked for your audited financial statements, you're going to be like, uh, but no, no. If you want to play with the, with the big leagues, you need to align. Let's, let's, let's not be complacent in trying to do better in certain things. So you need to hire an accountant. You know, you need to be able to pay them. It mustn't be that favor accountant where I'm like, hey, Marlon, can you just check out my books quickly? And then Marlon forgets because I'm not paying Marlon. So I, I can't even go knock on your door and go, eh, but I asked you last week to give me, you know, to check out my books. Like, ah, Anton, I forgot. No, it has to be a proper relationship. Marlon, I am hiring you. This is my affordability. These are the tasks that I need from you. And have a contract, black and white. Marlon, you are now contracted as a consultant. These are your tasks. This is my expectation. This is how we are going to pay each other. Okay. Contracts are key. Because where you are going to is the land of con contracts, the land of black and white. Once you slip up, they pull up your contract and go, but you agreed to X, Y, and Z, you are not stepping up. So you're going to have to ship out, you know? So having that aspiration is good. 
study where you want to go, align with where you want to go, and then go to them. The next phase of this, if you're aligned, if you've done all that I've just spoken about now, and you, you go to them, approach them and go, I want, this is my service. You know, these are the products that I have or the services that I have. Um, if, if I am too, how can I say, um, if I'm not at your standard yet, is there another company that you can um, point me to that you can ask them to mentor me until I'm at that level where you can do business with me? Mm. Do that, dare that, you know, because in a way they have to start thinking of how they can expand their supply chain. And they would also love to tell a success story in the future in their marketing that says, hey, we met Yolandi one day. She wanted to supply our, our bolts and nuts. But however, the bolts and nuts that she was doing, they were not at our standard. So we got Marlon and co to mentor her for the next five years. And slowly every year we increased our orders to Yolandi. And then now she's a 100% supplier of Yolandi bolts. Mm, so mm, that's the story that they would like to tell in the future however if you're not kind of talking in that direction and making them see that possibility and actually also giving them a plan if you have somebody that can mentor me let's let's do this you know let me work at it let me build my rapport with you you know so that I can I can show up at the table and go, I am now producing something that is useful to you, that is valuable to you. Now you can now procure from me, you know, change the conversation, dare to have that conversation, but be aligned first. Brilliant. That is, that is my take. I think that makes so much sense. It's very, it's, it's extremely logical. And sometimes this, we, 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 we miss those simple things. Um, you yeah. know, how are you supposed to, how can you, you, you get bigger business or without being the right type of business that can accept it. Mm. So, mm. so hundred percent. And, and, and unless mm. you're going to go and, and find out what does, what do they look for? You can't, mm. you, you can't be in that space. So yeah. you can't even play. If I may, please. Yes. I, I also wanted to say that to those businesses that feel that they don't have money yet but they need for example a finance service an accounting service or they, they're not part of a program a mentorship program where they can get those services do some business bartering and i learned this from vision who's uh, the the uh, the owner of mind valley i'm a big mind valley food okay. fan, student you know yes. so the business bartering thing works so if you are a marketer and i'm an accountant I need some marketing here. Let's let's leverage. You do my books for X amount of time. Obviously, we need to weigh things. If you do my books for, for the next six months, um, I need to make sure that your marketing strategy can carry you for a year or six yeah. months, however we agree. Gotcha. And I mustn't go, I know I'm going to do marketing for you. I'm going to tell people, hey, hey. write it down, write mm. it down. This is the mm. plan. I'm getting you on Insta. I'm getting you here. I'm going to write an article for you and I'm going to post it on LinkedIn. It has to be tangible things that mm. even me, when I look at it, I'm like, no, man, even my logo looks good, my friend. There's like I'm getting traffic from all the work that you've put in. It must be proper, tangible things. 
So I'm getting a service out of you, you're getting a service out of me for a particular set of time. And we're both working our way happy, you know. And guess what? In doing that, we're doing this. We're aligning and we are creating a flow, you know, of, of, of intellect, of, of service, of product, you know. So it, this can be done. We just need to be better at, at, at doing this business thing. Agreed. Yeah. And that, and that again takes us right back to, to what you say in the beginning, you know, you, you're not in silos. Um, yes. doing, do, doing it within a network, doing it as a group yes. um, and finding people that can help you and that you can help. So I think that's a beautiful way to end it. So, Yolandi, I wanted to say a huge thank you. Um, Matt, awesome chat. And I, I, I think we're definitely going to find another time to, to, to pick your brain and, and chat again. Um, thank you. thank you again for your time. Thank you, Marlon. And thank you everyone for listening. And I appreciate this, this, this platform. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs>